0: Joining us now is Alpina Singh. She doesn't need an introduction. I'm sure you know her, of course, as the host of Check, Please, the beloved television show where you can get all of those great um, restaurant recommendations. Um, she's also a master Sum. Uh, which means that she is a wine expert beyond just a wine expert. I mean, she is just uh, in the upper, upper, upper echelons of, of wine knowledge. And she's also um, the owner of Terra and Vine, which is in Evanston. Hi, Alpina, How are you?
1: So good to hear your voice. So good to hear your voice. I want to check in and see how, I mean, how's the restaurant biz going? How's You know, um, as long as the weather cooperates, it's fine. Because, you know, everybody wants to kind of sit outside. And we have this beautiful patio out in Evanston. So we can do, you know, a good socially distant number outside. But for the most part, our customers are like, yeah, we don't want to sit inside right now. (laughs) And I think part of it is because, you know, we've been cooped up for you know, two and a half, three months in quarantine, and also because, you know, they're just a little concerned about you know not ready to go inside yet i said so we've got until about november to figure it out when the temperature drops so but I know. that's tomorrow's problem that's not today's problem <laughs> <laughs> today you're open which is a very good thing yeah. and uh
0: and and it, you know i was going to ask you about that yeah there is that whole cooped up thing and it's nice you know we always have to take advantage of good um chicago land weather when we can but uh but you know a lot of diners still feeling a little hesitant about maybe sitting inside even with all of the distance precautions right
1: for sure. I mean, that, at least that's what I'm getting with my customers, you know, because, you know, I'm standing in front and, you know, so I'm always you know, asking, like, you know, you, you still want to sit inside, outside? You're like, oh, no, we're not ready yet, so... You know, it's interesting to get kind of the pulse on Mm -hmm. what's happening. I mean, even though there is that allure of air conditioning, it's still not enough. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: In terms of uh, sort of being able to weather the storm, I know that, um, I mean, you have so many restaurant um, and industry connections. What have you been hearing? Are people sort of getting back up and running right now? I mean, um, what's the atmosphere like?
1: So, you know, I think people are just cautious. Cautiously optimistic, you know, we did a campaign uh, last week with the Illinois Restaurant Association, you know, covered faces, keep open places. And mm-hmm. I think what's frustrating for a lot of operators is that we are at the mercy of the behavior of other people. And right now, you know, Illinois has done a lot of the work already. You know, we, we took a lot of the sacrifices and we're, you know, cautiously slowly opening up. And the thing that we don't want is to slide back into phase three and then I got to shut down again. You know, mm-hmm. so that's what I want to express to people when you go into a situation and you're not wearing a mask, you know, or I'm not enforcing my customers to wear a mask. That only affects my staff and jeopardizes the health of my other guests. But it also jeopardizes the welfare of fellow restaurateurs, you know, because as soon as we see an uptick in those numbers, the governor, I don't feel, is going to hesitate to shut us back down.
0: Mm-hmm. So in, you know, in we are literally in this together. <laughs>
1: No, we really are. And so that's what I want to say. I mean, I hate wearing a mask, but I do it because I care about my neighbors. I care Mm -hmm. about myself. I care about my employees. You know, especially tonight. I mean, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <You know>? it, <laughs> I mean, it does. I don't really, think. I really don't it's think. Awful. I don't think
0: anyone out there really enjoys wearing a mask, no, uh, and especially no. as it gets warmer. You know, have you heard of this thing, Alpin? It's called maskne. It's like acne oh, because yeah, of your yeah, mask. Oh yeah, I a
1: rapid spin. Yeah, and I also <laughs> like the uh, don't wear it like Captain Ahab. Don't get the Ahab beard. You know, it's supposed yeah. to like go on your face and not right.
0: under your chin. But. Exactly, or like under, under the nose either, so yeah. I get it. yeah. Have you had any, in terms of we talk about your customers, but in terms of um, employees and, and folks on your team, have you had any uh, people hesitating about coming back to work and sort of how have you handled that situation?
1: one young lady who did not return because she has an immunocompromised mother Mm -hmm. and so we said yeah absolutely you know that your your health is everything you know and so i would never fault anybody for wanting to take care of their health and you know luckily we do have you know systems in place at least right now with the extra six hundred dollars in unemployment with the covid money i don't know what's going to happen when that when when that runs out Mm -hmm. you know so i'm hopeful that the you know the powers that be do consider that because there are a lot of people who are very concerned about having to go back to work and I just think you shouldn't have to choose between paying your bills and then also choosing between your health. I mean, it's, it's a, a very unfortunate situation that a lot of people are facing, you know, essential workers of like, I got to go to work, you mm-hmm. know. Well, um, of course, um, you have
0: the sort of one-on-one work you do in the restaurant when you're greeting customers. But you have an incredible rapport with a lot of, um, you know, restaurant lovers and foodies out there that have watched you on Check, Please. And how many seasons have you been the host on Check, Please?
1: Uh, let's see, the first go-around was 10, and so now I've got another two, so that's 12. So you're <laughs> very
0: accustomed to dealing with um, customers and sort of their feedback on how they felt at dining at a restaurant, and what are some of the sort of nuggets of wisdom that you hope to impart to everybody that is dining out right now?
1: Um, I would say that, you know, just be patient with restaurants. You know, a lot of restaurants are running more limited menus. You know, just because we don't, you know, we have to stay very nimble and flexible. For the most part, everyone's just been super nice. They've been tipping our staff extra, you know, so everyone's just been really kind of terrific. Um, you know, and, and you know, like, I, I think sometimes too much of the attention goes to the Karens of the world, and we think the entire world is operating mm-hmm. like that. But for the most part, everyone's been just super nice and You know, I I, and that's just the thing, like I would say, take care of the staff, you know, tip generously, you know, because they are, you know, risking their health to come to work. And, you know, I mean, we all are to a certain degree, but nonetheless, if you can and if you're in a position to, you know, throw maybe 10 percent extra or a few percent extra, you know, then, then I would say please do it. Well, something else I
0: wanted to ask you about was there's an article in which you were quoted for Vine Pair, and you can read it on vinepair.com. And it's entitled A Reckoning on Race at the Court of Master Sommelier's America. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the article and sort of what your yeah. part in the quotes were about?
1: You know, in the middle of all this craziness, of course, yeah. you know, the 2020, you know, it's the year that keeps on giving. Um, no, but we had three very high profile members that resigned from the court in the last month. And it was because of the, the molasses-like response that the court took in making a statement about Black Lives Matter and, you know, their commitment and action plan to diversity. And, you know, behind the scenes, they wanted to make sure that they presented a statement you know, with some action. And sometimes that takes time. Uh, Well, some of us, you know, thought that took a little bit too much time, you know, that Mm -hmm. what's so hard about making a commitment to civil rights and equality and a commitment to diversity? shouldn't be that difficult. And then it also came out, you know, this um, uh, this wonderful woman, Tahira, she has uh, an organization called Hughes Society. You know, she had an experience at the court almost a decade ago where she took an exam and the protocol back then was to address the master sommelier is master, and it's something that I've always been against. And whenever I've proctored the exam, I'm like, "Yeah, we're not doing that." I mean, I shouldn't have to explain to you the historical weight mm-hmm. of it having to call somebody master, particularly if you're a black sommelier. Uh-huh. You know, and so she she called them out on it, and it just created this like tidal wave effect. And we had already uh, a group of uh, my colleagues and I, four of us, had already come up with a petition to take some actionable, you know. Um, actions, you know, to create some change and to actually do something that moves the needle more towards diversity. And, uh, you know, at first we were kind of met with some hesitation, like, you know, we're not a racist organization. I said, no, nobody's saying that we're racist, but, you know, we could be more anti-racist, you know, and we can do things that make us be more inclusive and more welcoming because the image of the court is that, you know, that we are exclusionary. Right. It seems like an exclusive club, very difficult to get into, right? Very difficult. You know, it's interesting. I read a a statistic today that the court released that on average, it takes 16 years to become a master sommelier. Wow. You know, 16 years. You know, so if we're asking somebody to give 16 years of their life, You know, we got to give them a little bit more than, yeah, you're going to get a fair shake, but that's about all we can give you. We're going to have to give them more than that. We're going to have to give them access and opportunity. We're going to have to give them better mentorship. And so uh, we did form a diversity committee. So hopefully, you know, we can just uh, move towards the future because I do believe, you know, having run a restaurant – You know, most wine directors got their job because they were promoted as servers, because restaurants just don't have the budget to hire a wine manager. Mm -hmm. You know, so they take a server who's shown initiative, pay them a little extra, and they're like, hey, maybe you can order the wine. And that's usually how it starts. And so I believe that the sommeliers of tomorrow are going to be these BIPOC professionals, not to mention Gen Z, as I said in the article. Boy, (laughs) <laughs> our, our, you, you either get with the program or you're not with the program right. with this generation our hope is yeah. uh
0: with the gen z years right
1: yeah they are they're they're uh, a group to be reckoned with
0: <laughs> well thank you Alquinas, so much for being with us this evening really appreciate We're it under. and when does um check please when do you guys pick back up uh for shooting and everything
1: you know, we don't know just because right now it's been um a little challenging of like how do we send people to restaurants right now? Mm-hmm. Some are open, some are closed and so um we are trying to negotiate that right now and, and we'll see. So um and I'm sure that Channel Eleven will probably be releasing something soon. So um but yeah, it's kind everything is just, you know, we don't. <laughs> well, thanks so much for being and with being us. I yeah. hope that
0: uh, you know, hope everyone checks out your website. It's com, and you have recipes on there and also um recommendations for wine that are very, very affordable. So, thanks so
1: thank much. You. I, thank you. thank you. It's always good to uh, talk to you, G. Absolutely. I hope, to I hope so, so too. <laughs> uh, yes, a toast.
0: Uh, I hope soon we can toast uh, one another in person. Thanks, Alpina.